0: Good evening, Pia.
1: Hello. Hello, hello.
0: Hello. Hello. Welcome back to ah, you know, is this 15. This is 15. (laughs) We are on 15. (laughs) Um, but welcome back to episode 15 of Small Talk Big Thoughts. Today uh, we're gonna we are gonna be talking about wellness culture. And I think This is a topic that I know I have quite a few things um, on my mind that I would love to discuss about, you know, what is wellness culture? Is there, is it something that we believe in? Is it, how do we, do we practice it? What are, I can't wait to hear about what you have to say. Yes. This topic
1: and everything just in between, you know, so There's definitely a lot to be said about wellness, especially in the society that we live in. I feel like it's constantly being pushed down our throats to a degree. So definitely have a lot to say. Thank you so much for kicking us off. Of
0: course. All right. You know what? Let's get into it.
1: it. Let's do it. Bye. We're back. <laughs> we're we're back and we're hello, brother. Yeah, how humble. was your evening. It's been very chill. Happy Monday, everyone listening in. Actually, well, this will be a Friday when you hear it. But, <laughs> God. but happy Monday, you know? Happy Monday. Great way to us. spend Monday, always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're back and we're so excited because wellness is something that it's constantly being talked about and it's constantly being portrayed in different ways. And I know Maggie that you have some initial thoughts on this as well, but I think there's definitely something that has to be said about the ways in which people can perceive it and possibly even misinterpret wellness culture.
0: Yeah. I think, you know, starting out, it's really interesting to kind of think about just holistically from a start, what wellness is. Um, Mm -hmm. And right now I'm just kind of going back on some of my notes, but um, basically what I have down is that wellness is just the greater physical flexibility and this mental clarity and basically ability to channel your own kind of thoughts and taking your own experiences and being able to just go into a space, a mental headspace Mm
1: -hmm. where
0: you feel as though you're benefiting your, your health. And this can be you know, through the practice of mind, like basically improving kind of your mind functioning. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's, it's really interesting because I remember, I feel as though my perception of wellness has changed throughout time. I remember when I was younger, I kind of used to think that wellness was just this kind of big, broad term of something that I, looked up to in people Mm -hmm. who had this, you know, sense of, oh, wow. Like they can practice wellness. Like they must be so spiritually connected with themselves. Like they must be meditating every day. They must be, you know, eating super well. They must be, um, you know, practicing all of these really good habits. And I think in a way that is still true to this day, but I, it's really interesting because whenever I've tried to practice wellness, um, or I mean, that's, let me rephrase whenever i've tried to practice habits that i believe fit in the category of quote unquote being like being well, being well or being well being exactly well, um it's i still feel as though i'm not like i'm not practicing wellness even mm-hmm. though i am it's like
1: mm-hmm.
0: I, I don't know does that make yeah, sense it does it's always this kind of ladder of I, I can do all of these things for myself but it's still
1: not enough yeah Um, I don't know if you have any thoughts to add on to that I think that's exactly how I think of it too like you were just talking about this notion of not doing enough when it comes to wellness and I think that's that's like reflected very simply speaking in like the way that you eat right like in your head you're probably like okay yeah like I fuel my body and I can be healthy but then there's times where you're like oh like I could always be healthier and like I could probably be meal prepping and like making sure that I'm getting in my carbs, my proteins, my fruits, my vegetables and like all this like very measured out stuff rather than like kind of taking it day by day and kind of eating more intuitively, which, you know, now luckily has become more normalized and has been considered quote unquote wellness is eating intuitively and listening to your body when you eat. So I think there's a shift right away Mm -hmm. that I think wellness has gone from like this strict diet culture that we used to see to more um, kind of, you know, eating what you feel like eating and doing things to nourish your body and become stronger, not necessarily slimmer. I, I really agree with that. that. Yeah, I love that because that was absolutely needed. You know, being a young woman, we're surrounded by that all the time. You know, we have a whole episode on this called body image. If you guys are interested in that specifically, but. You know, going back to what you were saying, not ever doing enough. I think wellness is really hard to achieve in a day to day because we're flooded with tasks. We're flooded with our nine to five jobs, our our busy class schedules. You know, work, homework, papers, um, relationships. um, You know, friendships, fights, bad times, bad you know bad mental health moments, or you have your period, or you feel like shit, or you're sick. And in all of these Mm -hmm. times, you're still expected to hold up this sense of wellness and this kind of like 100% attitude of like doing the best thing for your body, mind, and soul. And it's just like, it's not realistic at the end of the day. And I think that's what makes wellness a little bit of a stressful subject because it's like, you see ideal people and influencers who are like wellness influencers making it look so like easy and so like so doable. But the reality is in your day to day life, it's really hard to like prioritize your wellness when you have responsibilities at the end of the day, like real life tasks that need to get done, kind of sometimes tend to get in the way of our wellness journey.
0: Completely. I mean, you brought up a lot of really important points that I can, I feel as though I can apply my life to. I think mm-hmm. you know. Once m- my schedule this uh, these past couple of months, as I I feel like I've mentioned a couple of times, is just. It's definitely been so much more hectic than you know in the past. Yeah. And As a result, when I've told myself that, oh, you know, Maggie, you should take time for yourself to, you know, in this case, something as simple as drinking more water or mm-hmm. you know eating a more balanced meal or you know, taking that walk after studying for X amount of hours. Um, and even those moments when like, it is something as simple as taking a small break seems as though I, it's not deservant. Right. Um, and which I feel like in this case, those are forms of, you know, wellness, but it's just, it's challenging being able to really like recreate and adapt our relationship, mm-hmm. um, well, I should say my relationship because I'm, um, but my I think. But no, you're right. Like I think our relationship with ourselves. That. Yeah, yeah. Our relationship with ourselves and how we view um, forms of wellness for ourselves, just less as something that is a quote unquote treat or something that we don't deserve, but more so something that is a staple within our lives that deserves Mm to be in our life because we like physically and emotionally need
1: it exactly that's a really that's really you know I resonate with that that's a very good point it's a very true point because most people do not have 24 hours in a day to contribute and prioritize wellness like Mm -hmm how can we as people find a way to balance our tasks and responsibilities, which majority of the time take up every single hour of daylight to then, you know, take moments of wellness, maybe throughout the day. Could that be a solution? Like little things like drinking enough water. That's a great example. That's something you can do and implement literally tomorrow. That's very feasible. Or, you know, Mm -hmm. is it taking on your lunch break, going and taking an hour walk and like moving your body or is it you know calling somebody that always makes you feel like you left the conversation a better person than when you called yeah is it, you know reading a book about is it is it getting lost in a story and leaving reality for an hour before bed when you're reading something like a dystopian book I feel like I used to read those all the time by the way side note and like I miss that feeling of getting lost in a, in a, in a world that's just super unreal but it feels so real and oh my god I mean the power reading I could go on and on but yeah that you know little things like that more you know maybe it's not getting a gym membership and doing the extreme right now but it's little things like reading 20 pages a night or drinking more water or actually eating vegetables you know or I don't know like if you really enjoy coffee like going out once a week making it a point to go try a new coffee shop and order yourself your favorite drink and like not feel guilty about it
0: little exactly. things like
1: that even if they're weekly they don't even have to be daily even if they're monthly little things like that start building into habits that then become wellness I think
0: that's a I mean completely and I think um mm-hmm. I have an article that I, you know, looking at before, and there was, um, I forget, her name is she's um her name is Dr. Rumina Taylor. I don't know if I pronounced that right, but um, she's a clinical psychologist. Um, and I think this is in an article by Refinery Twenty Nine. I don't know. Um, and Ooh. it's titled. I think it literally is. It's titled "Wellness Culture Won't Save Us. It's Only Making Us More Sick." I know, mm, I know, tea. I know, which is like, it's kind of tea for, for kind of what we're going through right now, but yeah. it, it kind
1: of makes sense. But anyways, I love that actually, because I can 100% see that as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But she had said that setting ourselves goals can give us a sense of purpose, be motivating and even exciting. When these goals are set with flexibility and realistic expectations, they're a form of healthy striving. We set ourselves goals that are realistic and the road to achievement. And that is one of learning. And I think um, I'll just let that settle for like a little mm, bit. That's, but I think it's it, powerful. It's powerful um, being able to reflect on our actions and see them as being able to transform an action to a goal and and, and changing kind of that perception within our mind of something that we may seem as a daily task into really something that we can set many, many kind of goals for mm. so that by, you know, by the end of it, whenever that end is, um, we're, we're proud of that. And, and, but in the process, being proud of those steps to take exactly. to our goals and those goals can be anything. Um, and, and I think, in the past, what I've noticed within some of my thoughts is I'll think something um, as small as, uh, I mean, let me think, Bas- uh, trying to get go to the store and, you know, get all of my groceries in one run or doing my lot la- trying to get all of my laundry done, you know, by the end of the week. I'm not mm-hmm. perfect. Sometimes I, I, I'm not able to get it done. Right. Um, or... Getting a uh, an assignment done for a class in time, and but I think being able to set even little goals. goals within the week mm-hmm. and has really helped me. And trying not to beat myself up because of it has helped improve my um, how I view myself and and telling myself just keep going even if you can't do it right
1: now. Exactly. Um, so wellness comes in waves. I think. Is something good to keep in mind. And I think that's great that you just shared that because I'm certain that many people relate because I relate. And I think, you know, there's this whole, there's there's a lot of thought that goes into building habits. And people get really upset. You know, everyone says, you know, 21 days to build a habit. And people get really upset. Like after going to the gym for one day, it's like, oh, like I still don't look the way I want to look. I don't feel the way I want to feel. Or like you start, you drink water. You drink plenty of water for one day and then you're like, all right, well, I don't feel any different. So what's the point? Mm -hmm. The point is that small habits of wellness, quote unquote wellness, these tactics, these small habits and these small movements and changes in your day to day life, they become massive impact and they turn into honestly, I wouldn't even say wellness, but they turn into a lifestyle and they just they become a part of you and they become a part of your routine and they become a part of the reason that your life gets significantly better, which is, I think, the goal of wellness, right? Like, we we mm-hmm. look to think, why, why do we seek out wellness in the first place? Do we have to feel yeah. unwell to actually go on a journey to find wellness? Do we have to feel like shit? Do we have to be depressed? Do we have to be unhappy with our physical appearance? Do we have to be uns certain in our relationships or the people in our lives, you know, why do we seek out wellness in the first place? I think is a good question to ask.
0: Yeah. That's such a good question. I want to interject really quickly. I think we honestly seek out wellness because we see other people doing well, or, or I mean, maybe I can elaborate. I think we strive to, we strive to be as successful or as um, healthy as somebody else. And Mm -hmm. so once we have that goal in mind and we have that, you know, quote unquote trophy that we just, that we want, it's just, we'll do everything that we can in our power to become that. And in this case, wellness is that trophy and that, that ideal person, whether that's a celebrity, um, whether that's, you know, somebody close that you look up to, or it can be anything that you strive to have those, um, you know, qualities of, it's, we will do anything. And it's, I've noticed that I'll kind of do yeah. anything to obtain that. And that's kind of our consumeristic, a little bit of our consumeristic mm. mindset is just, you know, consuming and, and and taking in as much as we can in order to feel as though we're fulfilled, even if yeah. it's something that is, that's not really
1: fulfilling us. I think it's okay. the nature of comparison here again. And we've talked about this in other episodes. Like, why do we feel this heavy reason to compare ourselves at all to people all the time? Mm-hmm. You know, there, there are various answers here, but I think the most obvious still is because we see it, it's shoved in our face. It's never just like, rarely do we go through the day without comparing ourselves to someone via socials, coworkers, somebody in your class, friends, friends partners you know whatever even like you compare yourself to like your barista when you go get a coffee or somebody in the coffee shop or those students that you walk past on campus maggie like there's you're constantly seeing other people yeah and interacting with them whether it's online or in 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 real life (laughs) i hate saying that because like ew but um (laughs) it's it's shoved down our throats in a way to look for the ways in which other people are doing well and to want to, to also have that feeling of wellness. Yes. Yes. Um, the problem is, you know, we seek out wellness and even the people that we deem as well. And as like, oh my gosh, they have already achieved the ultimate wellness. Those people are probably not even well Mm -hmm. either. And they're still working towards a bigger goal. And I think that's something to keep in mind. It's like, Nobody's has achieved wellness to the full degree. Like everybody's a work in progress, and everybody's still, you know, aiming for a higher goal. Sometimes goals that we can't see or understand because they're not us. Yes, and that's something to keep in mind just in general. It sounds super cliche, but like you see it all the time. The most confident people also have insecurities. You know, you see it all the time. Completely you hear it all the time, but it's true. And, and the same goes for wellness. Nobody is perfectly well all the time. People have yeah. shit days, et cetera, et cetera, blah, blah. But like, you know? No, I, I do know. I think I've, I'm have i also,
0: as you've been like talking about such like, I want to, I, I mean, I'll keep repeating myself, but really valuable points. Mm-hmm. I think um, I was, I kind of did a little bit more digging into the article Um, and there's this one, one gentleman by the name of Dr. Tom Curran, who is a um, psychological and behavioral science, I think professor, or I think, or he's a psychologist, but anyways, he touches upon exactly, basically exactly what you were saying about this idea that there's this incessant, well, this is what he says that there's this incessant striving or need to be perfect and flawless. Um, Mm. And, and he also defines just in this case, the idea of wellness, of this goal uh, to be perfect. And there's this deep contempt sense of like self, you know, not rage, but mm. as the second, um, let me, let me start over. Let me, let me, let me make this make sense a little bit.
1: <laughs> You're good.
0: He says he defines perfectionism as a personality characteristic with two main elements. The first is an incessant striving or need to be perfect and flawless. And the second is a deep contempt or rage at the self when we haven't lived up to those high expectations.
1: Mm. That one sounds familiar there.
0: <laughs> it's kind of ringing a bell.
1: Yeah, And I, we it's, do that.
0: It is. I, and, um, I know it took a bit for me to kind of get to that, to that
1: point, but it really, that's a really strong point because it, it, it's exactly that. That's, that's the bottom line. It's, we have contradicting mindsets. We want to be the best and then we hate ourselves when we don't achieve it right away. Mm Mm-hmm. We are, are, we're our biggest cheerleaders and then our worst enemies within the same 24 hours. That's the problem. And that's, I don't know if that's something that takes time, building a mindset where you can strive away from self-doubt and self-hate and just negative self-talk in general. Or if it's, you know, it's rooted in the problem of setting massive goals in short, short amount of time that are unobtainable and you set yourself up for failure in a way, knowing you're doing it just so that you can hate yourself later and feel bad about yourself again. And then you're stuck in this negative feedback loop of like, well, well, I tried and I failed and I'm a piece of shit and I suck. That's a lot easier than to actually go out and do something and make a change, break a habit, um, put yourself in uncomfortable situations, start something that's challenging and uncomfortable. A lot of, a lot of it is rooted in uncomfort and people I think a lot of times gravitate towards making excuses sad to say but like it's the I've noticed that and like I do it too to an extent like it's so easy to kind of justify the way the reasons why something didn't work out and to just you know resort Mm to oh I hate myself or like oh I'll never change and like it's just how I am or like yeah i suck and it's like oh that's so like it's so it, yes i think it's quality. easy to
0: fall back on that feeling of yeah. self self loathing and self kind of like inefficacy or yeah. like inadequacy um because it's it's something we're not changing ourselves it, it's it's an easy like pillow should i mm-hmm. say to put your head back on because it's it's easy to in a way fall back on that feeling because there is, as I just, I'll reinstate, there's no measures of change that are being like in, that are being put into place or involved. I think it's, it's really uncomfortable to change as to make like changes to yourself, whether that be your personality or, you know, like, or even just from a, a broader standpoint, what you're what your goals are what your mm. morals are um it's challenging to to really you know take a step back and reconsider those things Completely. and but it's easy to kind of fall back into a mindset where you know you say oh like that's just how it is that's how life will be because that's just i i i'm in this situation and i can't do anything about it like this is just i'm stuck and mm, yeah you keep saying you're stuck like it's easy to say you're stuck but you know
1: what do you I've answer? noticed
0: when i've when i've put myself in that position and i've you know told myself i i'm i can't do this because i just i'm not good at like i'm i'm simply not good enough i put these excuses in front of me so that i you know it makes it even more challenging for me to step over it mm. challenges or or push them to the side yeah.
1: but in the end
0: i end up having to face them like right. i end up at some point at time one time or another i have to be able to get past that in order to grow as a person and mm-hmm. um it's it's really it's really freaking hard and yeah. but it's it's those people and it's those it's having that mindset um is is i mean it's something that I always look up to in people. And I, I mm-hmm. always try to shoot to have that within myself and I'm, I'm con- constantly growing and I'm so, as I I'll, I'll always keep saying, like I'm so far from, you know, per- perfect, which there, I feel as though, I can't even say if there is a definition of that, but um, anyways, yeah. what I'm trying to do, I guess, is it's being able to keep that open mind with, you know, wanting to, what do we want to do? We want to, we want to be the best versions of ourselves. Exactly. Wanting to like be enough at we the of we are. Um, but also, yeah. and if there's something that you want to change about yourself that, that you don't, that you don't like, um, I think not being afraid to, to do exactly. that. Exactly. And not Still, kind of a little bit vague on that note, but it don't ranges you. You. Yeah,
1: not not judging yourself on day two when you're not making progress. I think that's
0: yes, that's, that's completely. A big thing.
1: And thank you for sharing all of that about again. Like a lot of this stuff, Maggie, I think is so relatable for so many people that it's like when we tend to dive into these more personal topics, it's it could feel very daunting to speak about them. But yeah, no, day, completely. I, mean, I know for a fact that the people that are listening do resonate with this because it's a, it's a human problem. It's not a you know, it's not something that some people deal with and others don't. This is something that is ingrained in us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Whether you admit it or not, you know, like we all seek, we all want to be well and have good habits and be healthy and work out and live the best life, the aesthetic clean girl life that we see so much. And I'm honestly so tired of seeing that. Like, It gets shoved down your throat, like I said this earlier. But, you know, life is not meant to be this perfect box, this clear diamond box of just, like, everything's organized and perfect on the inside. Like, when you look into... Like, you know what I mean? Yes. Oh, my God. You know what's what's a great comparison? It's the people with the clear backpacks, man. Like, you know people with clear backpacks? I don't know why you would buy that but that's a great symbolism because (laughs) first of all you're are you okay but no like you look into a backpack right and like for the most part it's organized and you can be an organized person and have your pens and your little pencil pouch and your folders all color coded and your laptop in its case whatever it's still gonna look like shit in a clear backpack because life is not like, you can be organized and still be a little bit of a mess because life isn't perfect and it's not the clear backpack that has every compartment perfectly aesthetically laid out. Like, you know what I mean? Yes, completely. Not, I, think, I think you can be the best a version good of yourself, person, Pia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, you could be, I'm just like, that's like such a pet peeve of mine. I'm sorry, but like, you know, those people. Um, I
0: just think it's no. I, I really resonate with you, with the idea, especially. I don't know. It, there's such a. I mean, like quite literally, transparency. Um, Love that. To, <laughs> to owning something like that, I think, in a way, I just like to have a lot of part, a lot of parts of my life, many parts of my life, to be private. Mm-hmm. Um, while I feel like I. I feel comfortable sharing um, a decent amount on this podcast, just because I feel as though I, I want other people to feel like they are seen and heard. with exactly. their- And it- if my experiences connect with yours, then that's amazing. But at the same time, I think in a way something is something, there's a lot of personal things in my backpack that I don't mm-hmm. really know if I want people Bro. to see. Um, in a way, I feel like people are looking inside of my like Soul, once I do that, I know that's kind of deep, but
1: yeah, um, that was such a great comparison because I haven't thought about that in so long and it just makes a lot of sense because it's very (sighs) curious. Just (laughs) laughing because, first of all, yes, and same here, like my friends know that I'm super open, but like I don't go spewing this to just anyone. I feel like the pods is a safe space for anybody that you know wants to listen or wants to check in or yes, people are curious what we're up to. I don't know what kind of listeners we have, but um hello to you um but no going back to the clear (laughs) backpack the clear backpack anecdote for a second it's just exactly that it's you can have an organized life but it's not going to look perfect on the outside you know you can have a contained mess or or an organization or not this perfect aesthetic wellness setup and still be doing well and still be doing your absolute best and still be striving for goals and successes. And you could be, you know, not proud of some instances in your life that are still a work in progress, whether that's, you know, certain friendships that you're still working through or trying to prioritize different people or habits, bad habits, you know, um, are you, you know, prioritizing your health? Are you keeping your living space clean? You know, who are you spending your time with? Who are you listening to for advice, who are you letting judge you, all these different things. Yes, yes. They all accumulate into this bigger scope of wellness. Yes. I think wellness isn't, it's not the green juice or the matcha in the morning. It's like, it's everything (laughs) else, you know. The elixir of life. (laughs) It is. And I think social media loves to make it as simple as, you know, drink your green bloom powder and a whisk it into your cup. You have you know seen that the bad. mud
0: have you seen that ad
1: yes mud
0: coffee if I see that one more fucking time I'm sorry like, I don't want like, that it's it's also just it, it it's all of these I feel like uh, so many things are being forced
1: yes and it's just it's all these like, like su- it's always been like the supplement industry and like yes. the wellness powders and the alternate like superfood powders it's like Dude, if something's in powder form, like, I don't trust it immediately already. Like, why is it ground up like that in a fucking blat in a bag, (laughs) in a bag? Like, you know what I mean? If you want superfoods, eat whole foods. Eat foods that you can, you know, came off the tree or out of the bush or out of the ground, whatever it is. All these, like, supplements and vitamins and minerals that, you know, collagen is another one that was a massive boom. Yeah. and threatened. you know is collagen good for you 100 percent. there are so many ways to get it naturally we're already eating a lot of that stuff same with vitamin c oh my god i could literally go on a rant about the vitamin industry right now but i won't but i will say that most people eat twice as much vitamin c as they need to yet we all are con- convinced that like we need to buy vitamin c before we get sick it's a massive multi-trillion dollar industry vitamin c specifically was marketed so well x mm-hmm. years ago that people are literally convinced that vitamin c is directly linked to health and the moral of the story is that we're already eating enough of it and it's not linked to it at all but that's something that not everyone's ready to listen to so i, would I as that. a kid
0: i would take it's bad whenever i would get sick i would instantly take like start downing vitamin c yeah
1: and I, you think, know what well. I, I even still do it because i'm like part of me is like mentally addicted to that scope of like Vitamin C will heal me. Yeah, it's like um, not quite. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, it's all hilarious. the powders that you see on TikTok. It's all the advertisements. It's all the you know, wake up and go to yoga and just you it's know.
0: unreal. It's just there's a lot of unrealistic expectations for wellness exactly. And kind of, um, you know, tying kind of tying things up in a way. Um, it's. I don't know. I think the wellness industry is one that it's a lot of it is based off of profit, and mm-hmm. there's many ways that the wellness industry has been shaped, like catering to a consumer mindset. And, oh my God!
1: Um, spot on. Like yeah. It's
0: it's mind boggling how many new you know products are coming out and new trends are coming out. Um, but I think what I've noticed and what has helped me is being able is practicing things that I know are good for me, um, based off of my routine. And even if I'm not able to complete everything I want to in one day, um, or if I, you know, if I'm not exactly, I'll just put it, leave it at that. If I'm not able to complete a set of goals that I'd set for myself, I don't beat myself up, but I tell myself to keep going. And Mm. that in itself is like, I think has helped me form my own perspective and, and of wellness. And that's kind of my definition of, in a way is just being able to respect myself and try to treat myself as, as well as I can.
1: Um, I love that. Yeah. And that's at the end of the day, I think that's great advice. Um, exact, it's exactly what you just said, Maggie, and thank you so much for wording it perfectly because You have to trust yourself. You have to trust the way that your habits make you feel, not the ways that all these people around you are like saying that these items are working. And back to your earlier point, it's exactly, again, spot on, hit it on the head. We live in a consumer industry. Things are made to seem, look, and feel like they are going to change your life instantly. We have this hunger to purchase things items food chemicals whatever it may be that are going to change our lives and make us these amazing people and the reality is that it's exactly that it's a lot of these things are massively profitable and people are easily persuaded and convinced that you know something is going to change their life as opposed to Something that happens within you, which is making an ultimate decision to change your life. Mm-hmm. You know, supplements and vitamins and health and all these things. can. Yeah, sure. Some of it might be awesome and it could help you. But a lot of it you have to remember, like, where where is this stuff coming from? Who is te- who is convincing you that this stuff is going to change your life? Is it you or is it a multimillion dollar whatever idea of a product or a situation and that's something that exact and I didn't even think about that until you just said that so thank you for bringing up of course the profit (laughs) side of wellness because it's definitely it's definitely big it's 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 very very much
0: a part of our lives but only to an extent that we can you know only only to an extent or an amount that we can allow
1: it to be so from but I love that but thank you so much, Maggie. I feel like I don't know. I feel like I really liked this discussion because it allowed us to talk about something that maybe is glorified more than other things. Like I feel like you know, we talk a lot about stress and work and culture and even like insecurities and anxieties and things like mm-hmm. this. But I feel like wellness culture is one that isn't necessary. Is kind of overlooked yes. in a sense of like, oh, it's such good things and positive, 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 but it's good to critically look at things that, you know, are perceived as such when in reality, there's a lot to be said about the ways in which wellness is consumed.
0: I completely agree. I think it's really important to kind of take a step back sometimes and kind of have a reality check with Mm -hmm. um, what our view of In this case, today's topic, what wellness means to us, and how, you know, exactly, it's so easy for the term to be manipulated by the not only the media but even just other people's perspectives, and it it differs for everybody. Everybody has Mm -hmm. their own definition, which is totally fine. But I think um, it's important to keep in mind, kind of, what is, how do you view it for yourself, and
1: don't allow somebody else's definition to define yours. Exactly. I love that so much. Thank you so much for getting on the pod with me today. Oh my
0: gosh. Ever
1: anytime. These always. These are my these always are down favorite. to product with you, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> these are our favorite discussions because they're just they make me feel well. This was they a make wellness... me feel well too. This was a wellness trip for me having this conversation. Um, Please. but no, seriously, we love you guys so much and thanks for the support along the way. Please do be sure to take care of yourself this week and every other week, but especially this week, you know, do something that makes you feel good. Listen to your body. Listen to your mindset. Don't listen to what everybody else is deeming as well and good. And I think, you know, if we're able to do that, we can somehow bring back to light that at the end of the day, you are your best advocate. Absolutely. Thank you for being here, you guys. As always, Fridays are our new episode releases, and that's pretty much all I got. That's the tea. If it that's is tea. tea. That's thank all you. I
0: got. But thank you so much, Pia, for joining me today, I think, um, and everybody who's continuing to listen. And if you're new, welcome. Welcome. Um, but welcome, welcome. it's, it's always such a pleasure having um, such a safe space to to discuss exactly.
1: topics. And we Um, will continue to have that. So thank you guys so much. Thank you, Maggie. Enjoy the rest of your night. And we'll see everybody else next Friday. Beautiful. All right. Have a great night. Peace. Bye.